This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And he didn't do it. Well, I mean, you miss on guys. I know, but like... He didn't get his first point guard. You got. You, you know, probably target. have to... Pri- I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, you probably need to prioritize more guys who you can get early. I, I'm just... That's I think, what I, I think. think. Ideally, you'd love that to happen, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's... It's not possible to have everybody in there in June in this day and age in transfer portal with the way Memphis is going to use it, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it'd like, um, it would like to be a I, little I would, bit closer. I to would your say plan, this: I would I, my my gut tells me based on what we've seen chemistry wise, I would be using it differently. Then I want guys in here earlier. I want them. I, how they had a Bahamas, they had an overseas trip this summer and didn't have any everyone on the trip and had guys who just joined right at the moment of the trip. I, again, you're right in the moment. It was fine, but now that we've seen what we've seen play out, I think you need to make adjustments to how you build the roster. Um, well, I agree with that. You got um, too many of these one-year dudes. And so, that. and I think you, I think, based on what I'm hearing, like they are trying to keep, you know, like they're trying to have at least keep some of the guys from this team, so they're not having to go get eleven new guys you or whatever it is. Um, and so, and, and so I, you know, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be easy for him to build a team that can be like his last couple teams. I don't think it's going to be that hard to get back to that level. The the 8-9 seed. I think he's a good, you know, like he's a good enough collector of talent mm-hmm. and the league is what it like I think he can get back to that level pretty easily. But that wasn't the goal. Like the goal is to get the like what are we going to do to get this team to the next level? Yep. You know, get this program to a, you know, back wherever, you know, he said he wanted it to be and the fans want it to be and I, I just think in the the attention to detail um like it's one thing to add like one guy in August. Like I I I, I see that. 
But, like, to me, he didn't have enough of the core of the team. Oh, he didn't. I mean, he still needed Jordan Brown, Javon, and Jaquan at that point, right? No, those and were David, the three Jones, ones and David then, Jones didn't get here until September. You know, like, David Jones didn't start, didn't get here until the beginning of the year Now, either. that was academic-related, right? I believe, I, I think it you're right. I think he had to finish up. up. No, Penny has said it. Part of the problem is these kids, like Jordan Brown, David Jones, um, uh, Jaquan, with guys who were, like, flirting with the NBA— once a se- you know, once a season ends, they stop going to class. They think they're going to the NBA. They stop going to class, yeah. and then when they decide to come back, they gotta like you know scramble to be make sure they're eligible again. It's a tricky situation. There's no there's no easy solution necessarily. But I just think based on what we've seen in terms of like one of the biggest issues consistently for Penny Hardaway has been building a co a team that is cohesive throughout the year. And that was just so funny about this year. Like, this team felt like it did, even though with all that stuff, all these guys coming in late. Yeah. Like, things looked like they were coming together yeah, really he, well. But he was telling us they weren't. Yeah. Was, even and when so, they were like, how, what can you do to avoid that again? Because it's happened, you know, regularly, and it's holding you back. That and is so the challenge. That's, you know, it's a fine line. You know, you, you're right. You don't want to, you know, like, you don't want to have not enough talent. But at the same time, we've seen... Talent, just getting, you know, just doing this based on like, okay, how do I get the most talent in here possible? I don't know if that's the best fit for what you want to do in this era. Well, I never won him a peace jam either. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, listen, like I, I remember watching him when I followed him around for that series that year, peach jam, like they lost to a team from Albany, got blown out by him. Mm-hmm. You know, to be eliminated from well, Peach Jam. Plenty of stories about plenty of uh, Team yeah. Penny that should have won it but didn't. Yeah, and so um, hopefully. Uh, and that hope- was his approach then, right? Throw all the talent at it, and we'll finally win. I so. think you know. Hopefully, he'll 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 learn from all this. Um, learn more, I should he's, say. He's an adjuster. He will. He's, you know I that. think he's got like. It, it'll I keep emphasizing. I think he's got like a lot of potential as a coach. Like he's already he a good coach does. and could really and he, be. He was. It felt like he's so close. Like you said. Yeah. Said the and same so words. and so it's just like it. But it also feels like you know he's mostly his own worst enemy at times. And so how can we figure that out? Because it you know they were close here this year. And maybe again, what was important about last week is. From what I saw from that team, the team I saw in the last two games, if they can figure out a way to get in the NCAA tournament, that team can go to the Sweet 16 no, if they that. can figure out how to get into the NCAA tournament. Um, but they got to figure out how, you know, you gotta, it's a small win. It's a small, it's a, you know, you're going to have to thread a needle here, <laughs> you know, to do it. Um, and so, but if they can get there, that team, the way they're playing now again, looks like it could be a, te- a dangerous team. But, you know. A lot happened to get there. No doubt. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's Mark Giannato. Uh, catch him. Thank you, brother. Read dot com. Catch him from 2 to 4. Appreciate you, man. No problem. Come back with the rundown. Dame Lillard going through it. You see that? Oh, yeah. He's going through it, man, in Milwaukee. Talk about that and more. Jason and John, I need to turn to FM ESPN. Every day around the time we do the rundown, let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies. Yes. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Playing the best 20 and 38 team in the history of the league. We can do it because we're going to be back. You understand what I'm saying? We're going to be back. We can have, you can play play like that. I can play play Memphis Grizzlies. Because they will bounce back next season. G.G. Jackson. Winning doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. 
What is that? It's like Triple H. Okay. Uh, Grizzlies. That's why you got to play the game. 13-16 on the road. They are a better road team than they are a home team, and yet you're facing uh, the Western Conference co-leader in the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. 12.5-point underdogs the Grizzlies are, and yet John has talked me into they will cover this number because of the fight and the fact that you got one of those outlier games against the Brooklyn Nets last time out. Just absolutely got handled. We had not seen that, even against the Clippers, uh, the time out before, you played them close, losing the fourth quarter, and sort of what we've become accustomed to here. Remember, this is a Grizzlies team that it may have dropped here after the, uh, the the Brooklyn loss, but was at number 10 in the league in defense. And so the while the pieces have been in and out, been a makeshift lineup, a Rudy Poot lineup, whatever you want to call it, uh, you have still been able to maintain your culture for the most part with a few outliers. I think you have one of those games tonight. There's going to be a lot of pride on the line, as John said, because you don't want to – uh, be swept at the hands of the Minnesota Timberwolves. That would be 4-0 if the Timberwolves do it tonight. So, again, will hurt. Uh, it feels like that you will not, because you will not have Luke Kennard available, he is listed as out with illness. And you also have John Conchar listed as doubtful with left thumb sprain. I'm not as worried about Conchar as I am not having Luke Kennard shooting. All of that said, I feel good about the Grizzlies covering that 12-and-a-half. Also, uh, listen, you got this one. You got a couple with Portland coming up. What is it, two, three? Uh, three of your next four games are against teams that are in the middle of this you know, hunt for a, for a good lottery pick. With the, the couple with Portland, you're going to get Brooklyn again. Uh, right now you are, was it four and a half? Yeah, four and a half games behind Portland. Portland's doing a real good job losing. They're 15 and 42. You're sitting there with 20 wins. Yes. So there's a big difference there. You're, you're four losses and back of them in the loss column. So those two games against them, uh, it's going to be tough because Portland will be looking to lose them just as much as you are. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, here, over these next uh, three out of the next four, you'll face those teams that are right there sort of with you. That's right. As you battle, John, uh, for the well, highest. That will be the meeting of the stoppable force and the movable object there with it's the just, Trailblazers. Well, I don't even know. Because literally no one will be trying to win. No one will be trying to win. But I think you can you can. But, but th- this is a more team competitive outfit. playing harder. Right, which exactly. Which will be the it's Memphis Grizzlies. Correct. The Grizzlies will play hard because there is actually an yeah. established culture here. Right. And you got guys playing for their futures, too. And we, yes. we've, we, we've seen that here uh, in this season. So Grizzlies back at it tonight. Of course, uh, you can hear everything right here on 929 FM ESPN. Pre-game starts at 630, John. Make sure you're tuned in for tip at 7 yeah. because the great Eric Hasseltine will be on the call. Next story. So, uh, Damian Lillard used to play for the Portland Trailblazers, as you know. Um, was there for a long time. Then he wanted out. Then he wanted to go to Miami. That didn't happen. They sent him to Milwaukee instead. And uh, in his year in Milwaukee, which they did win by 40 yesterday against the Hornets. I don't know if you, if you want to believe that they're – uh, turning it around at all, but uh, he's lonely. Damian Lillard says in so many words that uh, Milwaukee sucks and that he's not having a good time personally on, on a personal level. Oh, man, I'm sorry. For yeah, that. so uh, he sad. spoke to Sports Illustrated. Poor guy. And uh, basically he, he says, my best friends live in Portland. Uh, so, you know, I'd, I'd come out and we'd go to dinner. They might come to my house. I might go to my mom's house after practice and chill. That's how my life was. Um, but now he's lonely because he's he was filled up by those people, and now those people are gone, his mom, his brother, his cousins. Um, he's also going through a divorce with his wife, Well, then, Kayla. Uh, and, 
and that that was filed uh, on October the second of two thousand twenty three. So uh, basically, you know, and she and she wants full custody of the kids. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, he is going through it. Though. So All he's right. he's very lonely. Will you be his friend? Well, I mean, the divorce thing kind of adds some seriousness to this. I'm, I, you can't play around with this, right? We going through it, and especially custody of your kids. Yeah, no, that's tough. Um, yeah, that's that's a tough time for a dude that you thought, okay, yeah, you've moved now to a contender. You can go play uh, for, you know, hopefully uh, go make a push for your first ever championship, and that should be what's on your mind, right? Yeah, he says uh, he, he says he doesn't have I, much of a life. I don't have. I, I'll be honest, with you, I don't have a great deal of sympathy for the, you know, missing your friends in Portland. You asked to be traded. You were ready in terms of your career to move on and turn the page. And being ready means having to move on literally from your roots. And as loyal as he was, you know, that, that's why we were all, wow. You know, for Dame must really be ready to go now that he's saying it now because he'd re-signed and everything else, and you, you knew the, the commitment was there. But but the part about what you're going through with the, you know, the divorce and she wants custody, and I realize other players going through the same things, but, I don't, yeah, I'm not – I'm not gonna play with that at all. I'm not gonna laugh at it at all. And I, I completely understand if he's if he's going through it right now. You know, imagine trying to do that and right. You know, not just not just do your job, right? Your, your job is to go out there and, and win a game or lose a game, but you go out there and and have a mindset where you're trying to win a championship every night. I imagine it's pretty tough to focus. So, I mean, I, I hope it uh I hope it gets ironed out for him. Yeah, look, he said this is what he says. He Dame's does. He's a good dude, man. I, yeah, you know, I, I like Dame. I, you know, not this, one of those guys I'd laugh at or make this, fun. This of. is what he says. Uh, he goes to practice, he goes home, he watches boxing, he plays video games, he types in fight hype on YouTube a hundred times, and he just prays for something new to be on there. He says, I don't have much of a life, but that's what comes with making a big boy decision. You got to be down for that and I mean, figure it out. Giannis and his brother need to take that man out or something, man. Go cheer him up or something. Dude, I, mean, I, sound... I think it's more like there's nothing for him to do. He doesn't. But like, if you if you're in Portland, there can't be that much more to do in Portland. I guess it's just with his family. It's his people. He doesn't. It, but, like, but again, Giannis you, and Tanasis are not his people. I got I got nothing for that because you decided to be traded. You no, decided that you know what? Right. Yeah, I've done the loyalty well, thing his, this long. Why does his family not live in Milwaukee? I get I move mean, them all there, right. bro. I like, move the whole crew there. I mean, I, that. Generations of family, you have the the power to do so. So that that part of it, I, I'm not I'm not hearing in terms of uh, in terms of his unhappiness or why he can't do his job uh, completely. But but the part about the divorce, man, that that'd be tough on anybody. That'd be tough on anybody. Yeah, you decide to be traded though. So missing your people back in Portland, bro, move them over there. Exactly, that's, it's that simple. Exactly. Yes, I think that's the that's the solution. Um, but uh, now, I I, you you think about losing your kids though, which yes. I feel like is some of this. Oh, that's, I think, yeah. That's, look, it's tough, that's man. Rough. That's a hard. That's I rough. I can't imagine. Like I, you know, yesterday, for the first time, Riley held Dominic. She was like, "I want to hold Dominic. I want to oh, hold baby be- Dominic." Beautiful photo, you know. And uh, and 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 it's just like like this is why you you know you have kids, right? It's like this is why because you wonder <laughs> sometimes when you're in the trench, like, why the hell did I do this? And then you see the love, just right. the unconditional for no reason, pure love. That Riley has for baby Dominic, Boom. and you're just like this. They're gonna have they're gonna have such a, a great relationship. You hope, right? right? It's obvious, and um, and you're gonna get to see it, and 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 you know, bear fruit to it, and and all of that, yep. right? And so to imagine not being near my kids Ugh. when they're five and and two, you know, which I think is what his kids' ages oh, are. Man, that's tough. You know, that's a that's a very difficult thing to imagine. You know, and then you're just by yourself. You know, you're just there alone. So, but yeah, I, I ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you don't plan to get divorced and you know lose custody of your kids. But you know, you 
You wanted to win a championship. You wanted to go somewhere. And I don't blame him for that either. Like, But that is, NBA players, I know this sounds crazy, but NBA players do, there is a great sacrifice. And I know this sounds crazy, to the, and, it, and it is, but there is a great sacrifice that does come with that lifestyle. Because I'll just take Mike, for example. Mike, obviously one of my best friends. There, that was hard on the, on the family because it it was it was a good lifestyle it was a great lifestyle but it he was not they always lived back here right much like dame's family mm-hmm. they you know, when he when he was in denver yeah denver they lived back here gotcha. um you know or and then, and then there was the when he was in miami you know like so, yeah, they were there then he goes to cleveland you know and there's a lot of moving around and not moving and mm-hmm. you know not being at home i mean it's a it's a lot you know, it's a lot on mom. It's a lot on the kids, you know. So there is there is a personal sacrifice that is made because that in-season schedule is crazy. Like, I'll say that I can't imagine, Jason, being Eric, for example. Like, not making the NBA player money, but being on the road <laughs> as much as he's on the road. And look, I know Eric's paid, but I'm just saying he ain't making – he ain't making uh, Jaron Jackson money. I can't imagine being on the road that often, you know, with the family back home. Like, that would drive me crazy. That would drive my family, that would drive my, my, my wife crazy, you know? Um, so it's just, it's, I, I, I feel Dame a little bit on this one. Um, and it's a new setting, you know, especially when you've been, dude, he's, he's been playing for his whole career, mm-hmm. his whole life, you know? You shed one gangster tear for Damian Lillard today, Jason. I did about the divorce and the kids. But what I'm, about his I personal? The, the missing Portland, I don't, I'm not subscribing. I don't have any feelings. Okay. You, you, knew, you knew that was coming when you asked, and you have the power to move all of Portland to Milwaukee. That is true. You, you have that, that much that money. True. You can move the entire city there. Yes. Just Including uh, your family. Black tie moving is who I would recommend. There you go. But um, You can't do it today, can you? I don't think I can do it today just on the books, but I, I, I just did it. We're <laughs> At gonna, any we're, time. Yeah. We're going to throw that one in. Uh, payola, plugola, no question about it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I saw that. It's, it's, just, it's very rare to see an NBA player open up like that. And it's also increasingly... Rare to see them do it to Sports Illustrated, which I did not know still existed. I thought that thing was over, but it apparently is still kicking. I, Bro, th- there's a. We've told you this. There's a Dion Sportsman of the Year okay. SI out in the lobby of this place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know you didn't vote for him, but uh, he, but he, but it's out there. I don't know who I would have voted for this year. Probably Mahomes. Come on, dude. The defense was as much of responsible for that championship as Mahomes was. Yeah, but. Come on, bro. You can't give it to him every year. Um, this wasn't some huge year from Patrick Mahomes. Man, you're you're a hater. No. Dion was the talk of college football for five weeks. I'm coming. He was. And, and then what happened? Had you coming in here triggered every single day. Well, and then we didn't talk about him anymore, did we? Now, is this thing where he's got – is this thing real that I saw, and there's a lot of fake news on social media, and I have a harder and harder time as I get older discerning what's real and what's not. But did I see there's some, there's some kind of – Gear out there with HBCU, and the CU is the Colorado CU. I haven't seen that. Go to look, go check it out at some point, because that would seem like a violation. Now I don't, I don't think it's something that Dion's necessarily doing or my, but I saw a picture, some new gear thing. They're putting HBCU at that, at, at, on, and they put CU for for Colorado, the CU part. Yeah, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just dreaming. 
Maybe that was something that was uh, just on social media as a joke, but hopefully that's not going to. You can't, John. You understand that, right? Yeah, I mean, I. You can't rip that off if you're Deion Sanders. Did you see what happened to Jackson State, too? I haven't seen it. In terms I of having it. to pay? Yes. What did I say when they pulled out? You said it I would said, cost them. I, I said it would cost them. I said, this is good for y'all with Dion. What happens when Dion leaves? It's a bad move. Trying to stab that knife in the back of Fred Jones. And what happened? They look like fools now. Isn't it like eight hundred thousand dollars, Jason? Yeah, there's something like that. I Holy mean, I, we crap. quickly find it that they had that they were been ordered to pay to Fred, who had no comment. He's always been high road. He didn't even talk bad about Jackson State when they did this, but he was always in the right. But back to the point, we said then, Dion's done great things for Jackson State while he's been there. It's also going to help Dion. Okay, it's yeah, it helped Jackson State while he was there. But you're making decisions that were good for you while you've got Dion as coach, not good for you after. And we all knew Dion wasn't going to be there forever. So they're, they're paying the price right now for, for him. Anyway, John, I interrupted you. No, that's it. That's all I have. You don't care about Damian Lillard. You're, you're, you're right about half of that. <laughs> Next. Next story. You see Max Struess last night? We have to talk about this. He yeah. nailed a 59-footer uh, as time expired. They were down, uh, for anybody that's uh, confused on that, uh, in this instance, and ends up winning the game 121-119 over the Dallas Mavericks. It was his fifth three-pointer in the final four minutes. He went absolutely ham, went off uh, in the fourth quarter. And the news here is that, according to basketball reference, reference Struess's shot 59 feet again is the second longest game winner in the three-point era. That goes back to 1979-80, wow. obviously. Okay, Devontae Graham had a 61-footer for New Orleans in uh, 2021. Don't know if y'all remembered or not, but that's the longest game winner. But to, uh, I mean, just completely improbable. Uh, you, you know, guy fires it up, said he felt it felt good lo- leaving off his hand. And I believe him in this instance because he had gone off and made three or four right before it in uh, like a, a minute-and-a-half stretch. Uh, he went caught absolutely caught fire, uh, uh, Max Struess did. Ends up getting them the win. Again, you know, a little bit of history made here. And I suppose, you know, maybe a uh, for those that believe in the Cleveland Cavaliers, maybe more evidence that this team's going to be capable of making a push. Aren't they up to number two in the East? Yeah, I mean, if you believe in their core, I mean, I I, you I know, don't. I thought you I thought you brought it up the other I did, day. I did, I did. You know, as, I, as I a just possible think it's, contender. You know, I, I and they could be. Yeah, but it's still you know JB. So it's like I don't know, Jason. I don't really believe it. At the end of the day, um, I do think that that it's just going to boil down to the Bucks and the Celtics. You know, Cleveland's third in uh, in defense, and that's where they've been, and that's kind of where uh, right where we've expected them to be. But they're fifteenth offensively. Right. We've always been believers of the teams that are in the top ten of both. Have the very entertaining. Time. I mean, look, you better get ready to learn NBA teams outside of Memphis, buddy. I'm already on for it. the next three to four months because that's going to be your content. I'm watching the rest of the league. It's you. You're watching college basketball. So you're gonna have to get caught up to us now. This Luka Doncic fella, what's he all about? Well, he lost last night. That's what he's about. Uh, are the Mavs a serious team or no? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. Uh, I but would they still have put, they have gone to the Western still put Conference Finals. Clippers above them. I would put Denver okay. above them, and okay. then you've got the two young studs that we have to figure out in Minnesota and OKC. You know, are I, they? I ready think to, I would take Dallas over those. No, teams? no, no. I think I would. No, yes, because Dallas has been there and done it. I trust Luke in a series more than those two teams. Now I'll give you Denver and I'll give you the Clippers, but. The Oklahoma City ain't done nothing. They ain't proven nothing. Uh, let me tell you why you're wrong on Dallas. They're 21st defensively. Yeah, but how much of that is pre-trade deadline? It, it, how much of it is because you have Kyrie and Luka, and it's always going to be like that? I do love Kyrie Irving. 
He don't play no defense. I know, man. But and that's never going to change. You're great offensively. I love him. I love his game. I've always, I always have. They're tw- they're twenty first in defense. Your offense is great. Thank I, you. I'm sure you're top ten. Yes, Dallas me. is eighth offensively. They are not ready, John. Right. You're going to just have to face it. Uh, um, but and they go down last night at the hands of a 59 footer uh, from Max Struess. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're going to take a break. I want to. We're going to come back. I want to. You're the, you're our fast food um, expert. Just yes. say it. Yes, connoisseur expert. And there was some news in the in, that shook that shooketh the landscape in fast food, including a, a, a place that you frequent. Really? Yeah, some big changes potentially. I want to run this by you. Very exciting. Just sort of take the temperature here. Okay. Uh, we'll do that uh, when we get back. Norton Hergen join us in the third hour. Stick around. Jason and John, 99 FM, ESPN. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. So why wouldn't you take the Timberwolves? on the money line tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies. You don't even have to worry about the spread. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. FanDuel's great, too, about those pre-made SGPs. Nice little way to learn uh, how you want to put together your same-game parlay. You can do it all over at FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Shoot your shot. Get your bucket. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel. Official sportsbook partner of the NBA and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues. non drawable bonus bets. That expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-970. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Two things. Uh, occasionally, we will veer away from sports and get into the happenings around the world. 
Um, we're about to do that. So there's a mystery I need I need to be solved culturally, and then there's another problem that we need to get into potentially, Jason, <laughs> with one of your favorite haunts uh, in the fast forward. Well, let's do the latter. So uh, the latter, of I'm course. Sure, if I can help you there on the first one. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to uh, enlist our audience. You know, with I'm sure the, they know. So I, I just it's just it's just bothering me. But <laughs> we're talking earlier about potential changes coming to one of your favorite places, Wendy's. You've finally given me what you're talking about. Yes, you teased that long enough. Wendy's, yes, it is one of my favorite. I was yes. just there Saturday. You were just there Saturday, and what was our cho- uh, choice? Got a couple of uh, biggie bags for Ooh. myself and my son. You, you're always on top of the brand new promotions. I don't know what that is. Uh, you don't know what a biggie bag is? Uh-uh. Come on, bro. You is don't do fast guy? food at all. What is it? So you get the... Uh, you get the burger or the chicken sandwich. You get chicken nuggets. You get fries. You get a drink. Okay, for how much? Well, I think it's up to six or seven dollars now, depending upon which burger you get. Okay, gotcha. So you feel like that's a pretty good price? Uh, yes, that's why I get it. Gotcha. So the news over the uh, over the uh, earlier part of the week was that Wendy's is potentially, according to the AP uh, Associated Press, looking at instituting testing. Surge pricing as early as next year. So I know you don't. I know you don't typically get Ubers, but it would be. It's just the. It's the same concept, right? It's like when you want like a surge price to go to FedEx Forum, you know, during a Grizzlies game or away, you know, back home after a Grizzlies institute. You know, you jack up the price because there's you can do that because everybody has to. So the idea here is like maybe that Baconator or that Biggie bag is a dollar more. During the six to seven o'clock dinner at rush hour, dynamic. Pr- oh, we're just not gonna go. Dynamic pricing. We're just not gonna go in those hours. Uh, okay. So. So this is gonna backfire on them. So that they was will not go. That was a report two days ago. Today, Wendy's came out to put the fire out. Thank said, you. No, 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 no. Because no. it was, it was concerning. We're not gonna introduce surge pricing. Okay, thank you. Um. <clears throat> Because Kirk Tanner did say this. I mean, he's the he's the president and CEO. Beginning as early as 2025, we will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings. And uh, and then uh, today, Wendy's VP said in an email to NPR to clarify, Wendy's will not implement surge pricing. We didn't use that phrase, nor do we plan to implement that practice. I mean, they've already gone up on the. It was it was like a four for four. Now it's a biggie bag that you got to pay, you know, five, six, seven dollars for. Mm. So they're, they're already going up on that. They think they're slick. They're not. Right. They better be careful. Yes, I think that's keep well, it value, man. <clears throat> right. It needs to be value because it's. I mean, I think again, you live in that world a lot more than I do, but I live in it every day. I don't. I mean, has has it not gotten almost sort of reached past that point of critical mass where it's like not even. That much different than just going out to eat anymore? Heck no. What are you talking about? Is it just, it's still very affordable? Uh, so much cheaper than going out. You know, the tips and everything else sitting down. You're talking right. about I'm out at least 50, 60 bucks of the family at three, probably right. more than that if One, I'm eating de- decently. Right. Well, yeah. So what are we talking about here? And then my, my whole thing, fast food, I'm feeding the three of us around 20 bucks. You just can't be. And, that. and the only, you know, the only drawback is my cholesterol. Right. You know, that's the only kind. Which there. You, you take Lipitor for that. I t- something. I don't know if it's Lipitor. I'm back on something, yeah. Okay. 
Because I got that bad, I got that bad cholesterol. You got that biggie and it, bad. And it's from Wendy's. Yes. And every other fast food place I go to. It's Wendy's. Just at McDonald's yesterday. Austin P. McDonald's having a real problem, and it's unusual. But you I was an going. outlier for them. Oh, oh, it's good. They're usually the best. I've told you many times it's the best the fries in the city, just in terms of efficiency, the fries, the consistency with those. Yesterday, they were struggling. Okay. Struggle bus. Rarely see it from the Austin. I like I like that we can take opportunities to call out shifts. Yes. You know, in Memphis. Yes. At the fast food spots. They literally took a break. Accountability is needed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I realize, by the way, that it's a hard job and it's a thankless job and yeah. you don't get paid what you should get paid. I get that. Yeah, under- and yesterday they left my chicken sandwich out, out of the but bag, just gave me the two small fries. I'll say this. I had to go in. If you're going to do and agree to do the job, you know, do it. There, let me tell you something. There ain't much in this world that's as hot as that laser stare. I stare into that McDonald's kitchen when I have to go around the drive-thru, yep. put, stop my car, get out to go in for a chicken sandwich I've already paid for. Man, I looked at them workers so nasty. And they don't Y'all kid. basically stealing. <laughs> you went in there and scolded them. Yes. Then they said, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. Absolutely. And I leaned over in that kitchen, too. I wanted them to see. Who's the fat? And I said, uh, and unfortunately. You uh, asked who the manager was? No, I wanted the person that had been at the drive-thru, the woman that had given it to me. I said, she's the one that left it out. Wow. That's risky. In Memphis, that's a risky proposition. It's not risky if you're in that kitchen like I was, and I'm staring at them making it, knowing they're not spitting on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to make sure. It's risky if you're in that drive-thru in the car, and you've, 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 you've had that back and forth with them and spit all over your stuff. Yep. But I'm watching them. Yes. And uh, and you were pleased at that point after that point? Yes, okay. not pleased that I had to get out of the car, go in there. Right. But again, this is a, a very because this is usually one of the best ones in town. Now, is there is there so if they were surge pricing, just to bottom line it, you would you would patronize a different restaurant. You would not stand for that, or just go outside of those surging hours. But right. they're going to be dinner. There's going to be dinner and lunchtime. So it's going yeah, to impact I, but, you. But you know me, I do late lunches. We get off at 2 o'clock. Late, okay. late lunches are very, okay. do that a lot. And gotcha. then, you know, we'll go We'll go earlier or later on dinner. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it would really behoove corporations. Probably just step it up in terms <clears throat> of food You know, food if intake. they just, uh, for once, just stopped raising prices. You can't do that. Yeah, I think that would really go a long way. If they just said, you know what? We've done that enough already since COVID. Why don't we just tap the brakes a little bit? Yeah, that sounds good. Because here's the thing. But you got to pay, pay these employees more these days, John. They ain't getting paid know. more. Yeah, you do. These folks ain't getting not anything out of it. This is just corporate these greed. Is striking. This is corporate. If, if that was the case, I would be for it. If you were saying, we're going to raise prices, but these are going back in the pockets of the people that we employ. But that's 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 horse junk. Mm-hmm. As, as, as your idol, Dion, would say, bull junk or bull jive. Which is it? I, I don't remember. It's Bull funny. junk, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's just not the way it is. It's these corporate CEOs giving themselves bonuses. Well, right. and that's, you know, people, you know, <clears throat> it's true. I, I agree with uh, Biden on this. Like, the reason for inflation in America is not because we have an inflation problem. It's because we have a corporate greed problem with sure. these CEOs and jacking up prices for the sake of jacking up prices. It's just that simple, you know? And I'm And look. We don't have a lot of power as the consumer, but I do think we have power when they when you see these little test balloons, like oh we're going to introduce surge pricing and you and then people say I ain't going, yeah I'm done, I I'll, I'll go somewhere else 
Because, you know, there, there's always somebody that will come in a little bit cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but my kid does love McDonald's. But we'll you say. don't. Yeah, I mean, I can, I, can, I can eat McDonald's. I'm just not a big, oh, I have to have it, you know? Yeah. But, um, but Happy Meal is going to be a thing for you for a while. Happy Meals are a thing. Huh. I mean, it's like, it's like a, it, you know what? I think that's kind of cool. Like, my kid wants to go to McDonald's with me and get a Happy Meal and get a toy. Like, I, you know, I, I used to be that kid, you know, all the time. Like, you know, you, the, you probably don't remember this because you were too old, but there was a promotion of, like, Burger King where they had, like, Pokemon back in the day. When I was like eight, nine years old, yeah, I was, was like, getting all that gotta go, gotta go get, gotta go collect, gotta go, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it feels like they don't do that as much anymore, like promotionally. Like, uh, I had the Batman glasses. They were actually yes, like yes, glasses. Yes, McDonald's, right? Or is that Burger King? I, I can't remember which one it was. I know exactly they were, what you're talking great. about. Though. I was collecting them. Yeah, like that was, that was an era when movie, like movie, movies would like promote through fast food. Yeah, they still do that. Not as much, though. The cartoons do. Dude, those Batman glasses, I think, are probably worth something now. Probably so. If you still have them. I don't. I don't. Yeah, like, we used to have, uh, I feel like, just anecdotally, there used there were, there were a few like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think Lion King maybe had some like that. Uh, or like Disney some, some, something or other. You know, that, we can get back to that, you know. Like just get give me some more incentive to stop by. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was the news. Well, I appreciate this, John. I, I like because I, I didn't. You've schooled me. You're our you're you're our fast food connoisseur on the show. Yeah, you know, and this was gonna rock your world. Freddy's, Dixie Queen, yes, Arby's. I can tell you, you know what the what what you want to go for there. Uh, any questions that you have about any local fast food? You should course, write a book just about ask me. Memphis fast food. You should just like I could tell you which spots. Yeah, yeah like you should so just go for each. You know, you could be like our for each could, fast food spot. I'll tell you, you could best. be like our Keith Lee. You could just go to, uh, you know, hey everybody, how y'all doing? Uh, welcome to my TikTok. This is Jason Smith, and today we're at the Austin P. McDonald's. We're gonna That's try how, it like Harrington does taco truck. Right, we're gonna try it and rate it one through ten. Yeah, and you and you go through like uh, so today they left out my cheeseburger of the order, so this I had to, my chicken. So I had to go. So I had my my McChicken. So I had to go in. And I had to uh, tell the kitchen thing. Yeah. So customer service today, two out of ten. I think that could be a real service, and maybe my way into TikTok. You're right, where I could just go straight from right. zero to viral. Exactly, one hundred percent. You know, like uh, did they did the ice cream machine work today? Did not. Did not work today. So we would you know at, at various spots. Yeah. I think that's definitely a checkers is the a look suspect. I don't know how big it, I don't know how big it could get because ultimately it's just Memphis, right? You'd have to expand. You have to go nationwide. You know, you have to go. No, I just like, want to be big. I just want to be a help to my people here in Memphis. Yeah, like, but I'm saying, like, like to get the brand deals, you know, you'd have to go to be willing to travel. You know, would you be willing to do that? Nope, got out of that life. <laughs> we'll just keep it local, local then. Yeah, that's an idea though. Just, uh, just I a like free it. One. I like it. I like just, your imagination today. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. Norton heard the force going to join us. We'll talk to him again. I, I, I have a a big mystery. I've, I've googled this and I can't find it. Nobody. Be, How do you know that it's real now? I because I see it on TikTok. Yes, there. Okay, so I was, I was get out. So again, this is a cultural ignorance for me. I, I need to know what it is. This is only. only um, it's just the truth. Only a black man is going to be able to answer this question. I, well, I should ask my barber. I, I was hoping that you were still there when I, I asked I'm you. Not sure that every black man has the answer. There's a there's a TikTok creator who who cuts hair. He's a barber. Okay. Right, and it, and it's it's fun to watch the transformations, right? Because guys will come in, they'll have like locks, they'll have like long hair, and he like he shapes them up, he gets them like looking good. It's great. 
But after every time he's done, his thing is, I got to hit him with a spice ball. And he sprays him with this thing. He's, oh, that must be his thing or something. But no, it's like something a, he calls it. Yeah, yeah, That's what, yeah. That it's, but what is he talking about? What does he mean? And like every time he does it, the the the, the he's spraying the, some color in it or something. No, it's not color. It's not. He does have enhancers, but this is not color. And every time he does it, they like they flinch. The client flinches. It's like like it's like why he calls it a spice ball. What is it? What is that? You the don't flinching get, might be that there's alcohol in the. But what is the alcohol for? I have no I have no idea. You you put the alcohol afterwards so you don't get razor bumps. You understand? After a black haircut, you're gonna put alcohol on your face. That's normal. I don't know if this spice ball is some form of that. When he's done, he's got alcohol mixed with a fragrance or something else, and this is something he applies and calls it a spice ball. I had not heard of a spice Did ball. Did you get that? No, I get the alcohol. I get sprayed afterwards the alcohol so you don't break out of razor bumps. You know, black skin, whatever. You you've uh-huh. had it you it razor bumps are ingrown hairs. Yeah, you've yeah, had, yeah, you've yeah, had yeah. Those. I've never had those. It's a not spice just ball, totally though. black folks, but a lot of times, black folks with the, with the cuts we get, whatever, you'll break out, razor bumps. You don't want, you don't want that. Get, I had them in junior high. You get checked to death. looks terrible, like meat tenderizer. It's awful. But it would, he so would, you like, put the on alcohol your face? Do that. I, yes, if you've shaved, just like you put, like, aftershave on. I mean, there's alcohol in most aftershaves, I, I believe. Okay, that would and make sense. And that's a little sting that's in that. That would make sense. And that's, that's I'm but, a, I'm but how again, is it applied, though, for you? How is it applied? Is it, like... Like pat it on there's there. Di- there's different ways. He's got a different. Uh, sometimes it's a spray that he uses. Sometimes he'll he'll put the alcohol on something and wipe. Use a wipe and a tissue. Give it to me, so I'll wipe the rest of it down. Okay. It's different. I'm imagining this is his approach to. Again, I'm speculating here. It could be something completely different. I could be be made a fool of here in two minutes. I'm going to show I, you the video. When you say there's a flinch, well, that's typically the sting you feel when you get a little alcohol after you've just been cut, brother. You've that, just been that, chopped that, up. That, that all sounds right. But it's just like it trips me out. You're saying, what is a spice ball to yeah. black hair? Well, like, I think what, why? I think, I, think it's just, I think it's just this dude. Because I don't get a spice ball when I get my hair cut. I want a spice ball. What do you put on your face after you shave? Uh, just like the... Aftershave. The, yeah. And it's got some alcohol in it. But it doesn't, like, make me, like, you know, oh, it well, maybe maybe it's maybe it's out. Maybe yours is alcohol-free or something. The, the alcohol... Have you ever seen, uh, what is it, Macaulay, Macaulay Calkin or whatever that's stupid? And he put, he's shaving as a kid. He puts the... It's it's the scene that everybody remembers. He puts it on, and his face stings. He goes, oh, come on, bro. How old are you? You never put alcohol in your face? Hit him with a spice ball. That's what I need to know. What I need to know what it is. I want to go buy a spice ball. I want to hit somebody with it. I don't, again, I'll, I'll ask my barber if he's got a spice ball, but I imagine it's this barber's approach. I'll show you the video during the break. Okay. And maybe we'll get Yeah, you didn't give me a ton to work with, so there's a lot of speculation on my yeah, part. Yeah, like you're right. It's his, I don't get It's whatever ball. he calls it. I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the mm-hmm. what the contents of it are. You know, and what Probably it, a fragrance and alcohol. Uh, anyway, Norton Hurd, the four's going to join us, talk to him about uh, there were some compelling uh, high school basketball games in the Memphis area last night. Barlett. Uh Yeah, including the game winner. shot. Uh, just some fantastic defense uh, on that play. So we'll get into that uh, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to him. ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.